Have you ever wondered if you could make a difference? This podcast brings you inspirational people who are making a tremendous difference. We will also be talking to experts in the field of creating the mindset you need so that nothing holds you back from making your vision a reality right now. Welcome to the Game Changers Podcast. And now, here's your host, Michelle Dutro. Welcome, everybody, to this week's Game Changer Podcast. My name is Michelle Dutro. I am your host. And I really hope you had the chance to catch last Monday's episode with Cole Hatter, where we talked about the Thrive Conference. We talked about a lot of things, mentorship, who you surround yourself with, um, investing in yourself and why that matters. I also mentioned on that podcast that my next Monday, which is today, I would get to talk to somebody who I met through Thrive and through Cole and to say, if you were at all on the fence on should you attend uh, this event? Should you invest in yourself? Is this something that um, if you were to throw down any money in the remainder of the year, I know we're coming up to the holidays and we've all got to work on a budget on how we're going to spend our money. Is this something that at this time of year I should be doing? All I want to know is if you were to listen in on this conversation and think if this is the kind of individual that I could wind up surrounding myself with, would this be worth my money and time? And I will tell you, of the whole of my life, I have been to more conferences than you can shake a stick at. I've been to every Tony Robbins. Um, I, I mean, the list goes on. Dale Carnegie. I've been to every conference that there is. And for this type of venue, when it relates to how to better yourself, how to be a better contributor, how to show up in a bigger, better way in all areas of life, as a spouse, in business, as a friend, this conference to me is everything about that, not just the speakers on stage, but the people that you're going to be with. And so I have been blessed beyond measure in the last year to have run across and met people that I am honored to call my friend, that I am honored to call mentors. And today is absolutely no different. So I have referenced uh, this individual, Rich Burkini, on another episode, if you uh, follow this podcast, on somebody who really does get after it. He is uh, a fire uh, battalion chief um, in the state of California. He owns a coffee company. He is a mastermind leadership extraordinaire um, mentor. Uh, he certainly has been that for me. He wears many hats. He is a husband. He's a dad. He is a phenomenal friend. He is somebody that literally is nonstop all the time and will go out of his way to make your life better in really what is the better for you. Even if in that moment you don't realize it, he has the ability to see greatness in you if you're playing small or like I said, you don't see um, maybe yourself at that level. He's that type of individual that can pull that out of you and bring you up to that level. So although I'm giving a big plug to the Thrive Conference and I hope you do go, my reality is I can't wait to share this conversation with you because I am truly honored to bring to you uh, somebody that, like I said, I'm honored to call uh, my friend uh, Rich. So with that, Rich, what did I leave out, out of your resume of the crazy things that you do in this world? Uh, what did I leave out that the audience needs to know? Uh, really sexy and really good looking. Okay. Um, no, I, I, <laughs> yes. that, you said way, way too many good things about me. And l let's talk about Thrive for a second. But actually, before we do that, let's talk about 
your picture. You have, your picture on Skype is great. So I don't know if anybody notices that when they're doing <laughs> interviews with you, but um, yeah, great picture. And uh, from one uh, former firefighter yourself uh, to another, uh, thanks for having me. Let's talk real quick about Thrive and, and Cole Hatter, the, the guy behind the guy behind the guy that puts this event on. Um, Cole Hatter is a great guy. He's become a really good friend of mine. A lot of respect for that man. And uh, actually, Cole and I were in a mastermind together. And so I, I kind of went as part of the mastermind to his first Thrive event. Okay, wait, wait, and, stop right there. For those people yeah. that don't know, because there's a lot that don't, what does that even mean? You were in a mastermind together. Yeah, so, so masterminds are basically a group of like-minded champions. They get together and they meet, um, you know, for a respective day or a time. You know, sometimes it could be once a week, uh, every two weeks, every month. And they get together and they're from different backgrounds and different disciplines or different spaces. And, um, and they help each other basically become better in life and business and so forth. And some masterminds, I mean, all the masterminds, pardon me, are run a little bit differently. I'm actually a, known as a mastermind innovator because I, I run masterminds. I, I have my own. Uh, I help people run theirs. Uh, but masterminds are, are a great way to actually excel in life and in, in personal, professional life. So Cole and I happened to connect through a different mastermind that we were both in. And that's how I attended the first event. And in fact, that's how I, I, I met Cole. And uh, the, the event was great. It was, it was phenomenal. The guy spares uh, no cost and uh, no stone is not unturned. He, he just puts on a phenomenal event and does whatever he can to get the best people there to, to create a huge impact for people that attend. So, so that's kind of how I met Cole. And we've become really good buddies since then. And, and my wife and his wife become friends and, and we're like-minded folks. So it's, it's really cool stuff. Uh, but, you know, I, I, th that event for me, to be honest with you, was really about connecting with uh, with three or four people um, at that event. I, I missed a lot of the speakers because I was connecting with people, um, that other attendees, so to speak. And, and that's the, that, I really believe that's the power of the event. It's not taking any away from speakers because I've spoken at events and, I, and I'm sure people had, had uh, better value talking to to other attendees and listening to me, uh, but but it's just it just the way it happens naturally. I, I, I connected with Preston Smiles, Lexi Panos, Javon Langford, uh, just really really deep friendships with those folks now. And those those folk those names I mentioned are doing amazing things uh, throughout the, the the personal development space and really cool stuff. So that's really what my Thrive uh, experience is about, and becoming closer with Cole. And of course, there's a lot of other people that I met. Um, just kind of peripherally. And then, you know, th Cole did his, uh, his Thrive Connect, his mastermind, and I uh, was able to go up there and kind of help uh, facilitate some, some different exercises up there and, and connected deeply with you and, and a few other folks that I remain in contact with. And, um, you know, uh, uh, Nicholas and Amanda Barely, they're doing some great stuff in the personal fitness space and a few other people. So Thrive continues to thrive for me with some really cool uh, friendships. And, and for me, it's all about friendships before business or anything else. Like I, I could care less about how much money somebody makes or what they're doing in their business. That's just me personally. Um, what I care about is how people are as a human being. And then the rest is added bonus. And if, uh, if you're a cool cat and you're a great human being, then, then, then that's just, it's a beautiful thing for me. And so I just kind of, I think that's, that's the folks that kind of resonate with thrive and what Cole's doing. And I think it's because of who he is and his energy and what he's about and surround himself around the right people and, and bringing those people, his friends to uh, meet other people, the attendees and so forth. So anyways, um, yeah, the Cole's a good guy thrive. I would go. It's, it's very decently priced even way, even all the way up in the VIP 
Cole did not pay me to give uh, this information about Thrive right now. Right. Although I, I just firmly believe that, that what he has going on is it can do wonders and amazing things for people. So I would say definitely attend. If it's not for any of the speakers that you uh, then then attend for the other attendees because uh, he attracts some some phenomenal people, people on the stage and people in uh, in the seats as well. And, and in fact, some of the people that were in the seats last Thrive were speaking on stage because that's how well they're doing. So. Uh, attend. It's in San Diego. I live in San Diego. Come see me. Say hi. Attend Thrive. So here's here's the thing, um, because you are a great connector. Um, obviously, like I said with your resume, highly successful. You know, I was uh, listening to Tim Ferriss talk some time ago, and he was talking about South by Southwest, and he was fielding uh, questions from, you know, I don't know, Twitter, or who knows where he was taking questions from. And somebody asked, hey, when you go to large events, and I would imagine that most people listening have a job, and if you have a job, at some point it is required of you to go to conferences, go to meetings, go to events, whether you have to go for work or you choose to go in your personal life. This person had asked, hey, what is the goal in, in said meeting or said event in how many connections you make? And I loved Tim Ferriss's response because what he said was, if it is your goal to be the, the person who collects the most business cards, you've already lost, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I agree 100%. You've, you've already lost. And, yeah. and he said, uh, my goal always was, and my best advice is, if you leave any event and you meet one person, mm -hmm. one person that you have every intention of staying in contact with, that they are a great connection because like you said, like-minded, like values, um, you know, you're, you're headed in the same direction and you want to help each other grow. It's a symbiotic relationship that has got to be your goal. And so it's interesting, you know, when you talked about, uh, Hey, it's not about the speakers. There's some people there. I, I would love for you to speak to that because I know you host events, but for those people listening right now, whether they're new in their career or wherever they are, like I said, we all have got to go to these types of events. Do you agree with that? Obviously you kind of, uh, chuckled and agreed along, that if you are attending these things, that it really is about the meaningful, deep relationships. It's not about the person that can leave with the thickest stack of cards. Yeah, you know, I 100% I, I agree with that. And you know, it's, I think, I think that's an old mindset. You know, people had that mindset before and, and, and we're shifted in, in our society in, in 2016 of, of, of how to connect at a deep level. And so, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, you know, I'm a strategist in a lot, a lot of things I do and I always think with the end in mind. Uh, but when it comes to people and when it comes to connections, uh, there's no strategy for me. That's just me. I let things happen the way they're supposed to happen. And, you know, I may, I may push an envelope a little bit if there's some people that I want to meet and go up to them and say, I really want to meet you. I've heard a lot of great things about you and so forth. You know, I'll create that, that path. But yeah, and what's cool, you know, what's cool about Thrive actually, you kind of bring up this conversation is that I think Cole gets this piece because at Thrive, they, they, they create this, um, a network, um, area and so to speak, a lounge. I think it's, I think he calls it a network lounge or so to, it's in the back, you know, and there's, it's kind of blocked off from where the speakers are speaking. So you have, you're able to get kind of intimate in the conversation. And I spent probably out of the three days at Thrive, I probably spent two and a half days just in that area talking to, the, to those four names I told you, um, or those three names, uh, you know, Lexi and Preston and Javon. And th that it was, it was just organic. It was real. And those relationships have forged to be something extremely special in my heart. And so, yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think the best thing to do when you go to events is, is think about what you want to get out of the event because your people are paying money and, you know, there has to be some type of intent of, intent of like, you know, or 
I, you know, I, I, I think I'm going to get this out of the event. Um, but when it comes to relationships, uh, organic approach, and, and I truly mean that. You hear that that thrown around a lot, but I really mean just let things happen. You'll gravitate towards the right people with your energy. Whatever energy you give out is is the people you're, you'll be attracting, and and, and that's. That's when the magic happens, and I agree with Tim. So, like, if it's just one relationship, that relationship—it's called taprooting. You know, that relationship will help in other relationships, and so maybe that respective person you just become really good friends with, and there's no kind of business connection there, but there's a really cool friendship that develops, and then they know somebody, and they know somebody, and they know somebody, and because of one person you went deep with and connected with, uh, they've done wonders for you in your personal and professional life. Right. So. Let's take this into what you do with your masterminds. So when you get people together, right, and you're looking for, um, hey, how can I make whatever you're doing even better? What are, if somebody can't afford to go to, or they don't even, you know, wherever they happen to live, they've never even heard the term mastermind, or they don't even know how to get started, but they're intrigued by this concept and they're thinking, okay, I wonder how I could create something like this. Maybe I've got some friends, you know, at my local coffee shop in the middle of Iowa someplace. What can I do if I were to gather, say, five of my uh, best friends, whether they're coworkers, friends, neighbors, whoever they are, how can we start something and how can we make each other better? What does that look like? Well, first of all, I don't think you need any money to get started with anything. There, there are a lot of people out there that charge money to, to do masterminds and create masterminds. Uh, I, my personal masterminds that, that I... Uh, that I create, uh, I don't charge any money for, for these folks to be in the mastermind. It's just a privilege and, and a gift to have them in the mastermind. Th these folks definitely could afford a significant amount of uh, any kind of fee to be in the mastermind, but that's not what I do. There, there's other folks out there that do that and it's, they make a living off it or that's their business. I just don't do that. Um, now, when I host, uh, those are my private masterminds. And when I host the public masterminds, obviously there's a fee because there's other uh, SMEs, what I call subject matter experts that will come and attend and all those kinds of things. But that's a whole other track. To answer your question in terms of like just getting folks together, it's just about doing it. That's the reality of it in Idaho, California, New York, wherever you live, it's about doing it. The only thing that I would caution people with is in terms of like getting people together to start creating some, you know, initial masterminds are about conversation. It's about conversation of, of how people can improve and, and get better in different areas. You know, it doesn't, you don't have to be in the same space or industry as somebody to learn from somebody else. And, and that's, in fact, it's more powerful uh, lots of times when you're not in the same industry or space because of just different mindsets and different ways of thinking that you could apply to what you're doing in your space and vice versa. Um, so I, I would just say start and get together. But the biggest challenge, what I'm getting at, is that a lot of times, uh, myself included, we, we like to bring along our friends. And we like to bring people that you know we know and we're comfortable with. And then uh, lots of times what happens is we bring those people along to connect or get together and talk. And there's no energy there. There's no inspiration. There's no execution. There's no action. There's no self-awareness. And then... Um, and then you're lost. So the biggest thing for me is if you're gonna create a mastermind, whether it be your own, in your backyard, at a coffee shop, whatever level it may be, just because you want to grow as a human being, personally and professionally, make sure you have the right people in there. And if your friends are, your close friends or current friends are, are not the right fit, then, then don't bring them in there. You know, that what I would recommend if someone's gonna create a mastermind in their own community, is I would recommend that you go out and you find a top chef, you find the top, car salesperson, you find uh, maybe a political person, a council member or something, you find 
um, maybe a, a top uh, a restaurant owner, you find, you know, those are the folks you want to kind of reach out to and say, I'm starting this group up and this is what it's about and, and would you like to be involved? You get a lot of no's because they probably don't know you and you'll get some yeses. That's what I would recommend. Go find people that are actually doing some of the things you want to do and, and start the start a mastermind with those folks and um, because those are the people that actually have shown self-awareness and action. Okay, so I didn't really realize this episode was going to be about masterminds, but now that it is, let's just keep going on this path because I am fascinated by this and a big believer of the mastermind group that we did, uh, you know, a few, several months ago back in Newport Beach. So let's say you've got this collective group of people together. So now someone's listening and they're thinking, okay, I actually know some people who are go-getters and are really shaking it up. I'm going to reach out to them. Now we get together. We're in a room. Now what? Well, there's a couple of different ways you can run a mastermind. I mean, and I'll share some different examples of kind of, so what I hear you asking is what's the format? What do we do? How do we do it? And there's a few different ways that you can run a mastermind. And um, you get in a room and, and you can organize and basically you want to have it structured somewhat. You want to have time management because everybody's time is super important. Uh, you want to do uh, like a share. You want to do an ask. Uh, and then, you know, you want to potentially bring in speakers. There's lots of people that will come in and speak on different topics. Just in your local community, they're probably experts, top realtors, you know, uh, some other, other disciplines that I mentioned earlier. And they can come in and speak for a few minutes. You can do hot seats. Hot seats is an exercise where, you know, people describe the challenge or issue they, they want to overcome in their professional life. And then you do it a lot amount of time uh, for them to, to describe this challenge. And then um, you basically have all the people, the rest of the people in the room give potential solutions. And so those are some different exercises you can do um, in a mastermind to kind of get everybody thinking and organized and structured and try to get some rapid results and solutions. So the point of this really is then is to every time you get together, whatever that periodic time frame is, is just to get together and um, constantly be improving. Here's what I'm working on. What's the fast feedback I can get so I can go implement it, come back the next time we're together, share what that is, and constantly ratchet things up. Is that yeah, fair? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a great summary for, for the long-winded long uh, explanation I gave you. It's a really good summary. Okay. So, um, so in those masterminds that you hold, is there ever an end game? Do they just kind of end when they end? I mean, what... What, what is that? Do people just kind of come and go? I mean, I've never been in a mastermind, so I have no idea. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, I think it's, it's relative to, I mean, there's different types of masterminds. Like, you know, I'll, I'll run private mastermind events. Well, I guess you can say private, public, you know, kind of mastermind events where people come in for three days. And that's a really intense, deep mastermind to give them some really rapid results in all areas of their life. Um, from health to business to marketing uh, to self-awareness uh, assessments. I mean, we, we go really, really deep with that stuff and they walk out of there just completely just mind blown and shifted. That's one aspect. But in terms of like just meeting in your community and having a mastermind, is there an end game? I, I would think that yes, there is, because I think people just continue to, as they, as they excel or, or you know, improve in, in, in business and in their life, then you want to be around um, higher champions. It's no disrespect to anybody else, but you know, you always want to be, so to speak, you know, and everyone's heard this dumbest person in the room and, and there's some reality to that. And so I think, yeah, absolutely. You know, there, I've been in, in, in several masterminds and I would say on average, I've seen people, people's business or professional world kind of increase anywhere from about, you know, 50 to 300%. 
And when people are that, that successful, they, they hit, they, they hit a, a different level. And then, you know, you probably, some of those people will leave the mastermind and go to a different mastermind or they'll just leave altogether. Um, and so sometimes you'll see people leave masterminds like that, or sometimes people continue to come, even though they, um, have, have been, it's been extremely effective for them and successful and they continue to come and, and share their success and they just like the accountability piece. So mastermind also has an accountability piece. You know, if you're going every week and people are asking what you're doing, cause if you say something and you're not doing it, then people will hold you accountable. So there's that piece as well. So it's just dynamic, you know, some people yeah. leave because they're doing so well some people stay. I like it. And the accountability piece I really like. So, uh, so let's make this a little more personal. I said in the beginning, um, you obviously are a battalion chief. You have this coffee company that we can chat about here for a second. You hold masterminds. You are involved in a lot of different things. Why? What drives you? Um, I think that most people would think any one of these would be a full-time career or certainly should be. What is it that has you so fired up that you would have, um, you know, no pun intended, but so many irons in the fire that you are keeping all of these plates spinning all of the time with such drive and such passion compared to people who like, really, it's very difficult for them to even get out of bed on Monday morning. What is that? Yes. Yeah, good question. And, um, you know, it's, it's, I think, I think a part of the, the puzzle for me is, is my purpose. And I, I think that stems from, from, from my background and childhood. Um, and, and, and that's, that's kind of parlayed into a life of service. And, you know, I've, I've lived a life of service, um, as a public servant, as a firefighter for, for 25 years now. And, and the fire service has taught me leadership and servantship, community, sacrifice, teamwork, compassion, health, family, and the biggest thing is self-awareness. And, it's, it's a complete gift. It's a complete gift for me to be able to get paid to serve the community and to be thanked for that is it's a gift and it's a complete privilege. And throughout all of that, you know, I've been fortunate to be at the right place at the right time and take some exams and get lucky and become a battalion chief. And, um, there's other things I want to do in life. You know, I was in a Mexican boy band. We traveled around and actually took a leave of absence from the fire department for a while. We were very successful with that. And that was a fun ride. And I, I, I think so kind of in, in a, in a, in a global stroke, I, I've always been interested in doing more in my life. I, I always, you know, I have the mindset that I, that I'm very, very fortunate. I'm fortunate. I'm blessed. I'm lucky, whatever words people want to use. And, and I meet at this simple foundation of life. Like I, I believe that I'm super lucky and, and blessed that I can see and walk and talk and feed myself. And my bad day, my bad days are better than other people's good days. And, and I think the fire service has instilled a piece of that in me where I see how fortunate that I am. And I, I believe that there's, there's more in me. And, uh, and so that's kind of, you know, I only do things that I'm interested in. And, and, and so like the, the, the coffee company, third alarm coffee and tea, uh, the re the way, reason that I started that was to give back to my profession. So, you know, we give a portion of all proceeds back to the firefighter cancer support network. They're a national organization to give back to firefighters affected by cancer. And not many people know this, but one in three firefighters would be diagnosed with cancer. So it's, it's anywhere from three to 12 times higher than general population. So I want to give back to my profession. It's been so, so good to me. And so that's how that started. And, uh, at the time I knew nothing about coffee, you know, seven years ago. And other than I drank it once in a while. And, um, and so, yeah, so that's, it's been, we've been very successful that word. And 
one of the, you know, the, we're in the fifth, the, the, one of the top five hotels in the world with our coffee product and tea products. And you know, we're in several other hotels and restaurants. We're doing well with that. And, um, and I believe that's successful because it's, there's a pure purpose behind it beyond profit. And so, um, it may, that makes me feel good. Like selfishly, that makes me feel good that I can actually give back to my profession and, and back to the, the organization that is stepping up and helping firefighters. So I enjoy that. It's work, you know, I, I, I hustle and, and I work every day for that. Uh, and I enjoy it. And then, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, leadership has always been something that's been super just intriguing to me. It's an ambiguous subject. There's no science behind it. There's no absolute or exact or law behind it. And I just find it fascinating with, um, a lot of the really good leadership, um, uh, I would say thoughts and leadership thinkers out there. And then also with a lot of the leadership bullshit that I think is silliness and what leadership is and what it's about and what it really is. And, 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 and so it's been, I've been fascinated by that and to, and to grow as, as a leader myself, and um, I see people talk about leadership all over, all over the world, and, and, and they've never led a company, they've le- never led any troops or, or anything. And it, it just fascinates me. People follow people like that um, because they're good speakers. But so leadership has been just fascinating to me. And so because of that, I became a certified self-awareness coach with this profile. And so personality assessments, because I think self-awareness is super important to anything we do in life and especially leadership. And I'm not talking about leadership and like, you know, in, in business, I'm talking about leadership in all aspects of life. And then, um, and then team building, you know, I think that, that, that the most successful organizations in the world have effective teams and effective leadership. And so I'm also a certified coach in, uh, in team building. And, um, and so, so I co- co-founded a, a leadership and team building company with um, a buddy of mine, Luis Lopez, who's a really phenomenal man himself, uh, two-time educator of the year and public servant as well, and just a really neat guy. And um, and the whole concept of that is, and it, it, that, that's like breathing for me. So uh, the leadership and team aspect is like breathing. So it's fun. It's fun stuff. There's work, obviously, with building business and, and those those aspects, but it's just it's just fun for me to be able to impact uh, organizations so they can be the best they can because work and home life, they like, they're, they're almost one in the same in 2016. So if you're happy at, at work, you can be happy at home. And I think we take a lot of, a lot of work stress home with us and in, in, in all, in all, all works, all disciplines, all spaces. And so to be able to help an organization, um, have some fun and be effective and, uh, and reduce some stress is a cool thing it's, it, because it's a huge impact. And, and I'm about, my, my whole thing is about impact. And so that's how I kind of got into, uh, to our consulting company, Life Code Consulting. And then, um, yeah, then I, I wanted to write a couple books. So I wrote a couple books and they became bestsellers on Amazon. Um, and you know, one of them is called a fresh reminder, balance life, take action, understand your potential. It's a really cool coffee table book. And the other one is called serving without selling what being a firefighter tell me about business. And that whole concept of that book is basically if you take the, uh, the concepts and disciplines of what we do in the fire service and implement those in your, your business, you'll be very successful. And, uh, actually the, the fire service and entrepreneurship is very, very similar in terms of when you start and the whole process and how it works. And so that was just those couple messages I wanted to get out, get out. And so I, I just did it. And, um, yeah. So the thing for me is just, um, I feel like I'm playing with the house's money and I think the oppor- in America, I think there's opportunity everywhere. I think it's a bunch of bullshit when people say there's no opportunity, I'm being held down and this person has more opportunity than me and so forth. I just think if that's a crock. That's just how I feel. And that's just my belief. And so, 
Um, I try to take advantage of, of the freedom and opportunities we have in America. And uh, some people will dig what I'm doing and some won't. And, I, and, and either way, it, it's, it's fine with me. And so it's just things I want to do to be fulfilled. The more fulfilled I am, the more my cup is overflowing, the more I can serve. And in terms of a performance coach, I, I just... I feel like I have the ability to, to, like you mentioned earlier, to listen to people and understand their their limitations they put on themselves or their blocks and declare those immediately. Like it just it's, it just comes to me to, to do that immediately. And I've never really like done anything much with that other than just serve people. I don't really charge people to do that. It's just it's just a connection that I really enjoy, and that's how you and I connect real deeply. And I know there's other coaches out there that charge for that, and I'm sure they're good at what they do. And uh, but that's just something that comes natural to me because I believe that there's so much ability and talent in all of us and we have limiting beliefs and, and, and this made up word called fear and, and other things that keep us in, in doubt and what other people think and all these things that we all go through as humans inclusive of me and I'm able to strip that away and empower people to really just go for it and so that's something I just enjoy because you know serving others is kind of serving self and if that makes any sense and so that for the for me that's just fun maybe one day i'll charge money for that or something i don't know but i just i just really enjoy doing it yeah well it's uh that is very true we had uh we had a great dinner together at the uh one of the thrive um connect meetings and uh it was exactly that so i can attest to your ability to have a conversation and see through what someone's saying and uh, get right to the core of it so yes as you know i am insanely appreciative of you uh, for all of that. So that said, with everything that we have talked about on, you know, masterminds and how to put them together and what matters and, um, on really going after what you want to do in life and not to let anything hold you back. If you had one legacy at the end of all of this lifetime, what will that be for you? For me, it's about impact. I think impact is is the most powerful thing out there. Impact in all, all areas of life. Impact with family. Uh, impact with uh, friends. With impact in your profession. I think impact is is the biggest thing that all of us can do as humans for each other is to impact. And the stronger and deeper that we impact, uh, love and and um, and purpose and 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 all the things that are important in life. Uh, the better that our world comes. And, you know, it's interesting. That's an interesting question. I, I used to, I used to think that, you know, there's people in this personal development space and, you know, uh, talking about reaching one and teaching one and, you know, and then change the world. And, and I, I'm a, I'm a kind of a critical thinker in terms of like, I, I, I like to, I like to process and think about things and I may do it rapidly, but I like to think is, is that real? Does that make any sense? And initially I struggled with that and I thought, you know, is that, is that real? And the reality is, it's extremely real and impacting one person, uh, impact is not just impacting one person immediately. Impact is impacting that one person that may impact another person and another person, another person. And that person may be the president. That person may cure cancer. That person may do something amazing in life. And so I think understanding the impact is a lot bigger than who I am and what I'm about. But if I can help create some of that, that's that if I, if there was a legacy I wanted to leave, it would be that. That makes, no, I, I agree. And that, that domino or ripple effect, right? We have no idea that person that we're touching what they're capable of. 
So, um, I think it's brilliant in, in closing, uh, as we are wrapping up this uh, podcast. And as you know, I could talk to you for a very, very long time. If somebody is listening and they think, okay, you know, I'm, I don't maybe have a mastermind group or I don't have a lot of people that I can, you know, rely on or turn to, but I'd like to create that. I'd like to, I'd like to elevate my life to the next level. If you were to give that person one piece of advice that feels like maybe they're playing small, but they want to ratchet it up, what would that one piece of advice be? I can't just give you one piece of advice, but I'll, but I'll, I'll wrap it up and I'll, I'll close a circle on this. So, um, First of all, many people play small ball because of, of a variety of reasons. But self-awareness is the biggest key. Self-awareness is the biggest key in any success in life. You know, a lot of people spend more time planning a vacation than they do planning their life. So plan your life. Plan your life out and, and strategize your life and structure your life. Why did you get up this morning? What are you going to do today to better yourself? What are you going to do to better your family? What are you going to do to better this world? It doesn't have to be, they don't have to be major things. It could be little things that make a big shift. So that's one thing. Um, don't be one of those people that um, don't learn from their mistakes because they're too busy defending them. And so I think if we learn from our mistakes, we become extremely powerful. And at the end of the day, it's a mistake. It's a, it's a failure. We move on. It, 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 life is okay. So don't spend a lot of time defending your mistakes or your failures. Just move on. And the people that beat you up about it, push them out of your life. And yeah, I mean, it's that simple. It really is. And that could be family and, and it could be family or friends. And, and I've been there in both of them. Never make somebody a priority that make you an option. Uh, that's a super important thing because your time is so valuable. And I think that being around the right people to help decode what your purpose or what your gift is, is super important because of, you know, we have, we, we have this self doubt is what we do as human society is set up this system and, and then we have, we can't do it. Only they can do it. They have their privilege. And the reality is actually a lot of people that are very successful come from a non-privileged family. They just work their ass off. And so I would say be around the right people that can help decode and empower who you are and then do the same thing for the others, you know, and empower and decode other people so they can find their gift. I, I think people are, are, people land in three spaces. I think people, I think one space people are in is that uh, they never want to find out what their purpose is and they're happy where they are. And, you know, they say this is, everybody's heard this, listening to this podcast, the, the two most important days in your life is when you're born and the reason you find out why. And so that's, those people are in that one space. And then the next space people are in is when they discover their purpose, but they don't do anything with it. And then the third space is when people discover their purpose and they're doing something with it and they're working their ass off to empower themselves to be the best they can be, to share that purpose and that gift with their family, their friends and, and the world, even bigger the world. And the last thing I would say is uh, to, to really figure out and really think about what your gift is in life and, and, and what does that mean? What is, what is everybody's gift? What I think everybody's gift is, is uh, what they do with the least amount of effort most effectively. So whatever it is that people do where it's like breathing to them, that's their gift. And it could be a variety of things. It could be being creative, artistic, uh, it could be science, it could be athletics, it could be inspirational, it could, the list could go on and on. And I could go really deep and that's a whole other podcast about that. But um, people, like work on, work on finding your, what your gift is. Some people have already found it uh, and some people, lots of us are figuring out um, that we need to find out what our gift is. And when we, when, we, when we do that, we line up with our passion and our purpose and 
that's where the magic happens in life. That's where f- fulfillment is. And it could be doing a bunch of different things. So um, that's the message I will leave uh, with all your listeners. Excellent. Well, you know, and uh, I agree the the things that we do that seems like it's, um, you know, a blink of an eye and five hours has gone by, but you so enjoy it that literally time almost stands still. Mm. That's your passion. That's right? it. And we find it in things. We find it in people. And that's uh, truly, I think, where the magic lies. So uh, with that, I appreciate you making the time. I know how uh, thin you are spread, and uh, I am grateful beyond measure that you took the time to hang out with me on today's podcast and talk about these subjects. I look forward to seeing you at uh, Thrive here in the next handful of weeks. So uh, that will be fun to reconnect again. And uh, truly, thank you for everything that you have done for me and that you do for so many others. It is truly greatly appreciated. Thank you. Yeah, maybe one day Cole will have me on a stage at Thrive if I can be so fortunate. I will see. I, I will see you there. And um, and thank you for the opportunity. And again, I'm sorry that I was a little bit late. I was doing a bunch of B-roll filming for my new website. And if uh, the listeners get an opportunity, check out richbrokini.com. Again, richbrokini.com is my new website. I'm I'm new to the whole personal branding concept, and uh, and so I'm, I'm I'm just starting to launch that stuff and and get everything out there in the video and and what I do and all that stuff. I've never been a, a very good master at self promotion, but it's part of the process. So if you get a chance, check it out, richbrokini.com. And I am so remiss because I asked this of everybody. And not only that, but your coffee company, that has its own website, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a few websites. I have thirdalarmcoffee.com, and yep. that's spelled, spelled out, thirdalarmcoffee.com. Then uh, lifecodeconsulting.com. And then uh, there's a baby product, actually, that I created for my little baby girl and, and many other baby girls out there that uh, we're going to start getting aggressive in terms of getting the word out there. It's called Castle Band. And uh, it's a K A S S uh, Yale uh, band dot com. So, um, yeah, check that out. That's all about empowering young baby girls to be strong and empower the women as they get older because what we tell our baby girls at a young age uh, creates uh, neuropaths and snaps that basically of uh, self belief. And so, it's important to, to give affirmations and, and empower our, our future women of the world. I love it. And I will have uh, links on show notes to every single one of those websites so you can check it all out. So like I said, uh, you leave no stone unturned and I love it. Live passionately beyond measure and uh, definitely a shining example for every one of us. So as always, thank you so much, my dear. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Game Changers podcast. The next step is to hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode or any of our incredible guests. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time.